Well, a very pleasant weekend. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Moments of Assurance Weekend, underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. Reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. You can reach me by tweet at RevHawk or by email mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Proverbs 3.26 says, For the Lord will be your confidence. Oh, I like that. Because when you are your own confidence, you're going to falter and fail. But when your confidence is centered completely and totally on Jesus Christ and what he already has done and won for you, then it's a different story. Then it's God's story. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yeah, you can approach the throne of grace with confidence because of Christ. And you can find help immediately (laughs) from the standpoint of God's peace, and the strength you need to get through anything that comes your way, even perhaps this very day. 1 John 5, 14. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's God's promise to you. You abide in his word, you're going to be asking according to his will anyway. Not perfectly on this side of eternity, but the general counsel of what you ask is going to be fitting in with what he has planned for you in the first place because you recognize Christ as having the first place. So happy that you're tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend. That is the topic for this blessed morning, complete confidence in Christ. You can drive down the interstates and gaze at the billboards, which beckon you to come on over to a different way of life, a life whose roots are grounded and founded in things that are appealing to the flesh. But the problem is they don't provide you with any kind of a complete confidence. All they do is direct you to indulge yourself in what you can see in this world. But God desires a different indulgence. He wants you to indulge yourself in what you can't see. Because that's where real confidence for this life and for eternity can be discovered. While you cannot see Christ, you find him in the word of God. You find him in the sacraments. And that word sets forth the origin of your confidence, a confidence rooted and grounded in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, your precious Lord and Savior. Indeed, the bottom line is, since Jesus has already accomplished this for you and me, Since the battle over sin has been fought and done and won, therefore there's no other one to turn to who has the answers for this life except Jesus Christ and for the next life, of course, as well. In the Gospel of Matthew are examples of two individuals who place their complete confidence in Christ. As you look at this section of Scripture from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, it becomes evident that, you know, there's really something Very special about this Jesus of Nazareth. There must have been. Great crowds were following Christ. The accounts of his performing miracles had to have been true, or those crowds simply would not have been following him in the first place. 
So before Jesus had the encounter with the centurion, he was coming down a mountain and encountered a leper. Notice the tremendous confidence he placed in Jesus. If you are willing, you can make me clean. The leper is not voicing any doubt here. He is humbly and confidently submitting his will to the will of Jesus. And you know what? This marks the leper's faith as being of the highest type. Biblical commentator R.C.H. Lenski adds, he said, the flesh had been eaten away. The fingers and the toes that had dropped off as well as the raw sores that were spreading over the body were instantly restored. This miracle was performed in the presence of a great crowd. It was very public. Indeed, this man, the leper, did possess complete confidence in Christ. The news of how this man was healed was not to reach the priests in Jerusalem until in all legal form they had pronounced him clean. When the priests finally do learn this man's story, they're going to have another testimony regarding the Messiah, whom they reject, but a testimony backed, ironically, by their own findings. They're going to think twice. Jesus now came to his own city of Capernaum. And here he received a message from the centurion, who was a Gentile. It seems that he had a servant at home who was a paralytic. And the scripture says the paralytic was terribly tormented. Now, this was not a case of palsy, which was painless, but of paralysis, rendering him absolutely helpless and causing the severest of pain. That, too, is why the man could not, like other paralytics, be brought to Jesus. Luke adds that uh, the man was even at the point of death. Okay, so what the centurion does is this. He lays his grave trouble before Jesus, and he says, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I, too, am a man under authority, with soldiers unto me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. Indeed, the centurion had a just say the word faith. He laid his case before Jesus. He believed that Jesus would help him. Do you believe that Jesus will help you today? Do you have a just say the word faith regarding your job, your marriage, your recent cancer diagnosis, your relationship problems, your projects that need to be done, and the future that lays before you? Do you have complete confidence in Christ? Fortunately for you and for me, confidence begins at the foot of the cross because the case of your sins and mine was laid at that blessed hill of Calvary. Therefore, there is nothing left in that case to condemn you. And on the flip side, there's nothing you yourself can bring to that case 
That would prove to be acceptable before Almighty God. The scripture says there's none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified as a gift. As the hymn writer once wrote, Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. So really, life on this earth for you and for me today is all about clinging. It's all about holding on to the very words of Jesus who said, Lo, the word lo means take notice, I am with you always, even to the close of the age. Life on this earth is all about trusting your non-forsaking God. Trusting that he indeed has the answers not only for this life, but for eternal life as well. The story is told about a a drowning boy who was struggling in the water. On the shore stood his mother in an agony of fright and grief. By her side stood a strong man, seemingly indifferent to the boy's fate. Again and again, the suffering mother appealed to him to save her boy. But he made no move. By and by, the desperate struggling began to abate. He was losing strength. Presently, the boy rose to the surface, weak and helpless. At once, the strong man leaped into the stream and brought the boy safely into the shore. Why didn't you save my boy sooner? cried the now grateful mother. Madam, I could not save your boy as long as he struggled. He would have dragged us both to certain death. But when he grew weak, and ceased to struggle. Then it was easy to save him. Indeed, to struggle to save yourself is simply to hinder Christ from saving you. Only when you cease from your own works and depend helplessly on Christ do you realize how perfectly he is able to save you without any aid. Because all the aid is in Christ. He is the aid your total aid from sin, from death, and from the power of the devil. Indeed, you can have complete confidence in your God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I mean, what really matters more than the matter of Jesus dying and rising for you so that you would too? Concerning the subject of confidence, one author has written, so many church people have the idea that you can't really be sure of being a Christian. You ask an individual, are you a Christian? And they answer, I sure hope so, or I suppose I am. But that's not proper. If a person were to ask you, are you an American? It doesn't occur to you to say, I sure hope I am. No, you know that you're an American. There's no doubt. St. John has written, beloved, we are God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. We shall see him as he is. Wow. Everybody who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. So indeed, the scriptures tell you the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all sin. So it's all about Christ. It's all about what he's done. The devil cannot hurt you. Even if I am weak in faith, I still have the same treasure and the same Christ that others have. For example, Martin Luther writes, Imagine that two people each have $100. One person carries it in a paper bag. The other keeps it in an iron chest. 
Both have the same treasure no matter where they put it. Similarly, we all have the same Christ. It doesn't matter if one person has a stronger or a weaker faith than another. Both of them still believe in the same Christ. Isaac Newton, the renowned English astronomer, lay on his deathbed, and he occupied himself with the future. I have learned two great facts. He said, one is that I am a great sinner. Secondly, Jesus is an even greater Savior. You can have complete confidence in that even greater Savior today. Go to his precious and holy word. Stay there. Stay there. The psalmist has written, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You get away from the word and the sacraments, the light grows dim, and it's hard to see him. You stay in them, and you can see that he indeed is the only way to eternity. The Spirit convicts you that he is. Trust him all the way. The hymn writer once wrote, Not all the blood of beasts on Jewish altars slain could give the guilty conscience peace or wash away the stain. But Christ, the heavenly Lamb, takes all our sins away, a sacrifice of nobler name and richer blood than they. Yes, richer blood than they. You can have complete confidence in the one who shed a richer blood than they, as somebody once said, you can trust a God who will die for you. Well, he did. And you can. In the name of Jesus Christ, our precious Lord and Savior, amen. I appreciate you tuning into the broadcast for Moments of Assurance weekend, 7.45 a.m., Saturdays and Sunday mornings. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Want to let you know Moments of Assurance Weekend is available by podcast. And you can listen when you're ready at any time at kfuo.org. You're listening to Moments of Assurance with Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. You can email Pastor Hawkinson at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. That's mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hear Moments of Assurance weekdays at noon on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.